So I was cracking up with Claudia because um, she's just like, she doesn't really drink energy drinks too often. So she came up with a, ca uh, a case of monsters, not just any monsters, the 225 milligram caffeine monsters. I didn't ask anything about it. And she didn't know until I actually called it out because she's like, I haven't been sleeping lately. I'm like, well, maybe it's all the caffeine you're drinking. She's like, oh, it has that much caffeine? I'm like, yeah, it literally says it in giant numbers on the can. <laughs> no, that's nuts. <laughs> Just wake up in the middle of the night and I hear like cleaning around the house or clinking noises. I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm awake, I'm cleaning. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Let's do this. Welcome, dear listener, to the QQ Cast. Today's Thursday, September 22nd, 2022. We're your hosts, Hunter Pond, Zach Mayer, and Raul Torres. Say hi, gentlemen. Hi, gentlemen. Hi, gentlemen. Correct. And this, dear listener, is Quest 277. How much caffeine do you consume in a six hour period? No, I'm kidding. Uh, not enough or too much? <laughs> always not enough. And this is Quest 277. What new toys are you playing with? Uh, gentlemen, at at minimum, I believe everyone here has a Steam Deck, and so we could go back to the Steam Deck. But I'm going to guess y'all have something fun to talk about. Oh, is this is this first world problem showcase time? Uh, <laughs> I mean, this podcast always has been some form of therapy. I don't know if it's an effective form of therapy. Well, then I could just Screaming jump in. into the void. Split, yeah. split, Splatoon 3. Woo! It's been my new current addiction. I, I dusted Ooh. off the good old Switch... And I've been playing that more than my Steam Deck, so that's been that's been nice. Very cool. It's the same game as Splatoon One and Two, so I'm very happy with that. The, the swords were there. I tried the swords; they were not as cool. Apparently, how, how, does, you do, a, you, how does a paint sword work? Is it like a paintbrush but with an edge? It's a windshield wiper, and it just splashes the, the stuff over the just splash the paint. That's it. It's it's like the paintbrushes and everything else. So what I'm hearing is it's um, everybody's first blood splatter simulator. <laughs> kind of, sort of. It's we're fun. we're gonna do we're gonna call this Splatoon Three CSI. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely fun. Um, I think they changed the balance of the weapons a little bit because I'm doing horribly and not being able to do as well as I did in the other games. But whatever, Wait, the learning is curve that, is fun. They changed it. Is that you're rusty, or is that you've always been terrible? I've always been horrible at video games. I don't know why I hang out with y'all. Um, <laughs> oh, no. I'm bad at video games. Oh, the older I get, the worse I get. <laughs> it's pretty great. Yeah, but I, I do imagine that I'm probably getting my butt kicked by a bunch of, like, 12-year-olds or something, so it's not too bad. I mean, dude, <laughs> when I was 12, I could have kicked your ass. I was so much better back then. <laughs> oh, man. I gave somebody on Apex an existential crisis because they're like, man, you're really bad at this. What's, got, what's going on? Why are you so terrible? I'm like, I'm 36. <laughs> That's it's it happens to everybody. It's gonna happen to you. He's like, shit. <laughs> this kid's like twenty three, like in some college somewhere, and I'm like, yeah, nope, get ready because it's all downhill from here. Oh, it's it's so great to think like, yeah, you know, other pe other people, they're the ones that have issues. I'll be fine. No, mm -hmm. no, you won't. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, this one is of my favorites. Go ahead. One of my favorite streamers is a dude who uh, it was like an esports announcer. You might have heard of him. He's uh, Stone Mountain. 
Stone Mountain 64? Nope. Uh, yeah, no, this guy, he's got this giant beard, and he's very fun to watch. But I started watching him late, I guess, because he had gone away from sports casting and esports announcing to like streaming his own content. Uh, I thought that he was my age <laughs> just by the the look of him and the way that he comports himself. No, he's like 26, maybe, <laughs> on the outside. These Gen Z kids gotta grow up fast. <laughs> right? Anyway. Oh, that was the whole story. Oh, say, God. That was it. <laughs> that was pretty much it. I'm just like, everybody's younger than me that plays games. There's That's it. I, I'm at the, the outer bound of people who play video games, apparently. I, I mean, so, since we're on the subject of age, Tom, we're just completely hijacking the subject. Wow, yeah. Um, this is <laughs> the old past. Sorry, t- t- old tell, people. tell me if you've been tripping out on this. Like, I remember for a while, I used to be the youngest person on the team. And now I'm like the oldest person on the team with like all the kids and the, the the dude that's like always out. Like I was like the person that was like, why is this person out here at work at like eight o'clock in the morning? Like, don't, don't, don't they know to be at work? I'm like, no, I have kids now. Sorry. Things happen. <laughs> it's so oh, weird. No, like uh, I don't have that problem yet quite at work. I'm definitely one of the older engineers, but there are still some that are older than me. But that's uh, that's become the thing for me at soccer. Our goalkeeper was older than me and he's about to move to uh, D.C. in a month or two. I will officially be the oldest person on the team. We are pretty sure the oldest team in the league. So, uh, yeah, I am I am an old fucking man now. I wear ankle braces and coming up real soon, knee braces. <laughs> yeah. No, it's true. I've been really pushing those thoughts into the background. So thanks for dredging it up. You're welcome. I, I, I just, just get comfortable with it. It's fun. Cause I, I do oh, feel no, like- it absolutely is. I, I do feel like at least I'm doing better than the older people that were my age. At least I'm I'm assuming that. I don't know. It's hard to tell because <laughs> I think there's like there's the, there's the folks that kind of like um I think Zach or your Tommy might told me while this back about the phrase the whole like dark matter developers. Do you remember that phrase a long time ago? Uh that doesn't ring a bell. I don't. Oh, it's, it's basically just like the people who kind of like just blend in with the background after a while. They're, they're just basically the folks that keep everything in the company running because they're just in all the things. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like it's, you know, they've got their spot because they understand. Well, back in my day, it used to be, you know, the uh, .NET a- ASP web forms framework because they had to keep that running because that was paying the bills. And no one knew about that because everyone was learning MVC. Um, so, yeah, that, that all, everything I said probably dates me for about, what, 2000? Yeah, ish, uh, right around there. Yeah, yeah. I don't miss uh, uh, old ASP.NET and web forms. Oh man, modern ASP.NET's great, but old web forms and IIS. Oh, didn't pay me to go back yeah. to work on that. <laughs> yeah. Now I uh, <laughs> had a moment with somebody actually just like the other day where he was trying to solve a problem, and I was like, "Well, it was difficulties with a, a library function that he was using." It's like, well, what's 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 in the function? It's like, I don't know. It's in a library. It's like, well, look at the code. It's like, how? What do you mean, how? <laughs> you go to the you've got all You've got all of the code. Like, it's it's a it's a JS project. It's in your package, like node modules. Go go open node modules. He's like, oh yeah, that's what that is. Wait, you you can't even right click go to source. <laughs> yeah, well, apparently, <laughs> control his click, baby, just wasn't quite set up right. 
but yeah, no, that uh, that definitely happened, um, and it's fine. Like it's fine, but it's very much like I watched these systems come into being. I was <laughs> don't cite the deep magic to me, which I was there when it was written. Uh, and like uh, a lot of people just, just haven't, they came in after things were better and they have never really had to think about it that much. And that's great. Honestly, like that's, that's really, really cool because now you get to focus on so many other more interesting things. Uh, but yeah, no, I like that phrase, dark matter engineers, because I definitely have encountered several of them that sort of bind the universe together but you Pretty hardly much. ever think about them exactly uh i uh i got to break out some of the old dark magic and was taking core dumps of remote processes on servers uh earlier this week that was that was fun um <laughs> interestingly enough they kind of showed that we didn't have deadlocks the way we thought we had deadlocks we were having soft locks but it wasn't because of a deadlock so it was uh interesting anyway yes over there write a blog post about it and i'm sure you'll look at it in five years from now oh yeah do you still write your blog no i haven't in five years uh i'm kind of interested in getting back to it because there's definitely a bunch of stuff i've been doing that like i could blog about this again you know generic little here's how to do a thing type things also Mm -hmm. i wrote a um i wrote a git lfs plugin for unity that like there's just basically none of those on the internet the official unity uh github like app hasn't been developed since 2019 so i'm like man i should i should open source this that would be useful for human beings Mm -hmm. anyway right on uh welcome to quest 277 the old cast starring old people (laughs) how old do you feel pretty fucking old. yeah what were were we supposed to be talking about uh new toys which we did, we did start with that. Splatoon 3, we did start. <laughs> I have already forgotten what we were I've, I've, doing. I've got the perfect segue. Okay, so um, I, don't, I don't even know if I, I talked to you all too much about it, but I was in a car accident on my birthday. That was the worst. Oh, um, shit. What? I didn't even yeah. know this. Oh, I, I, I don't even know if I did. Yeah, so like we got rear-ended. It was horrible. Horrible experience. Um, but the best thing was, um, I went to the chiropractor for the first time in my life and that was pretty nifty because he just like shook me and I thought he was going to break my neck with maybe another pound of pressure. Um, but I stood up and I'm like, wow, I feel very different. Like, I don't feel like I've been hunched over a computer for five hours. Um, so that was nice. Um, so after all that stuff, I ended up getting one of those, um, not one of the the expensive Theraguns, just one of the knockoff ones from Amazon. And that's been pretty nice. Yeah, dude. No, I mean, I'm mm-hmm. going to physical therapy for uh, my hand and a little bit for my arms. And I mean, it, a little bit makes a big difference. Um, I haven't do, ha- had to do a chiropractor, really. But I mean, these things matter. Uh, are you everything OK post car accident? Oh, yeah, yeah. Can you was, tell us about this or no? I, I don't remember. It was it was a long month. Every every month is just getting longer and longer. So no, everything was fine. Well, super glad to hear it. What's uh? Well, okay, I got a lighter note. Segway us back into new toys related to cars. Uh, I just got into the full self-driving beta, and someone has an echo. I just got into the full self-driving beta of my Tesla. So uh, that's terrifying and kind of cool. Yeah. Um, remind me about the levels and stuff, because I've, I've been in, a, which, which I think was terrifying for me, like I was visiting Dallas for work, and one of my coworkers was giving me a ride down... Um, 
I want to say 635. And I was just like boggled that that actually works. But I wasn't sure if that was like, it's like they're different levels, right? Yeah. So there's different levels of self-driving. And I don't remember the exact numbers Zach might, but. <laughs> oh, I'm going to have to look them up. Yeah, right. Um, so basically this new one, I don't think is actually a more advanced level of self-driving than the original one. So they had just like the <laughs> lane assist basic. They called it uh, enhanced autopilot. But now they just call it autopilot. Then after that, they had the navigate on autopilot, which is where it would actually uh, intelligently change lanes only on only on highways and freeways. It would intelligently change lanes to get into the faster lane, and it would intelligently take off ramps. But the minute you exited a freeway, it was going to turn off, um, and it wasn't you know it wasn't that smart. So now the first version of FSD full self driving is it can navigate anywhere, including on the side streets. So. Um, yeah, the new rendering is actually really kind of cool, really impressive. Maybe I'll put a screenshot of it for the podcast episode. But um, yeah, it sees curbs, it sees turn lot signals. Uh, it did barely do a roundabout for me. So I've just <laughs> kind of been testing it out. It's kind of cool. Well, that's super fun. You would not like put your kid in it and expect it to drive your fucking kid wherever they're going. Like I don't trust it yet, but um, it is very cool. Okay. That yeah. is super fun. What's the, um, like, oh, go ahead, Zach. Well, I was going to say, like, um, we got a, uh, fairly new model Subaru, uh, earlier this year that has the, uh, the, the big giant cameras on the front of it so that it can do fun oh, cruise control things, the, the true but it's, sight it's thing. basically, yeah, it's adaptive cruise control. Uh, but basically, yeah, it you point it at the car in front of you and just have it follow that dude. It won't mm-hmm. change lanes, but it will keep you in your lane for sure. So around curves and things, it's fantastic on the highway or like stop and go stuff. Uh, and I just thought that was the fucking best thing ever. Okay. Um, so that's just called adaptive cruise control. It's been around yeah. for well over a decade. Um, well, but it I is really got still... it too pretty recently. And yeah. I, 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 it's been pretty impressive. No, it it is still, I'm, I'm agreeing with you guys here. It is still, I would say, 90 <laughs> 90% of the value of like autopilot stuff. Cause nowadays you have lane assist and you have adapt cruise control, lots of cars that are not Tesla's have this. And that's again, 90% of the value. Um, if you were to go out and buy a Tesla today, I would tell you absolutely positively do not buy the FSD because the core product now or the core car, unless you opt out of it, I think comes with the, uh, the self-driving that is adaptive cruise control and lane assist. And that's it. 95% of the value right there. Maybe even more than 95%. So it is, I think, embarrassing that Subaru has to install that giant piece of fucking hardware across the top of the car just to do adaptive cruise control. But that doesn't make the feature any less useful and awesome. I just think it's super weird that they went optical. Like, even Tesla did that at the start. Uh, Maybe they still do it. I don't know. I think they now went all optical. I think they were trying to avoid it from it to sonar and decided, ah, this sucks. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. But like, I don't know, it, it, optical for that seems real weird. Like literally any kind of range finding would be better. Maybe combined even, but just optical. I don't know. It's don't, impressive to don't me. Don't ask me. Uh, so yeah. Okay. Well, that was one of my new toys. Uh, so I think Zach, it's your turn. Cause we've had Splatoon. We've had uh, a digression about old people. And we've talked about self-driving cars. <laughs> Zach, what do you got for us? Uh, 
I don't know. Not much, really. Um, I mean, yeah, Steam Deck for sure. Uh, excuse me. I um, haven't really spent a lot of money on anything else recently. Uh, I got an Arc'teryx jacket that was like $200. I've been really enjoying that. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's uh, Arc'teryx. It's... Uh, one of those like primo REI brands. Uh, I guess REI just carries them, but they're in everywhere, and I think they have their own stores. Okay. Anyway, it's it's a very nice jacket. Um, it's fleecy, but yeah, no. I mean, I started playing Spider-Man on the Switch, which I'm just thrilled that it works. Steam also, Steam. Did I say Switch? Yes. yes there's Steam no deck. way that game's running on the fucking Switch. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, on the uh, on the Steam Deck, yeah, Spider-Man runs really well, which I was impressed with. Uh, also, God of War, which is fantastic to me, and I'm just like, who needs a PlayStation Four? Get the, get we, the Steam uh, Deck. We are officially old as fuck. We're talking about like, what new toys do you have? Oh, I I got clothing. Ooh, I'm, I got I socks. Know. I got socks for Christmas, guys. It's the best. So comfy. So comfy. Are you so? Are you intending to do any more hardcore uh, hiking trips? Because man, Alaska was like the most relaxed I've ever been in my life, and I kind of want to do it again, <laughs> but I don't know if I'm that crazy. Uh, you know, we um, <clears throat> did I tell you guys about the trip we did in Peru? Uh, did you? I don't, I don't think so. No. So we spent five days hiking. Uh, call it hut to hut in Peru. And this was like somewhere between fourteen and eighteen thousand feet, just over the course of five days, uh, hiking in the mountains, and it was absolutely fantastic. But like a couple of people in our group had really severe altitude sickness. Um, they have in in the huts that we were hiking around, uh, just like extra bottled oxygen if you have somebody that's just not getting enough air. It was, I would say, intense. And this was still like a guided operation. Like we had uh, people with us that were like leading us through this course. But uh, the nice thing about it is it's backpacking without having to deal with a campsite. You end up at a hut that has a fireplace and like a real bed. That sounds pretty wonderful, not going to lie. Which is, which is pretty great. Um, a couple friends of mine, though, recently did a similar trip in the Dolomites in Italy, and that looked way more relaxed. Uh, still, like, you're in the Alps, like, the not the Alps, the Dolomites, but that same general kind of mountainy range. Dolomite is my uh, name, and fucking up <laughs> out-of-shape motherfuckers is my game. But, uh, yeah, I mean, hike, you know, five, eight miles, whatever it is, in a day end up at a place where you are drinking wine and eating fancy cheeses in so the bougie. mountains in Italy. So bougie. That sounded like a really fun, really relaxed way to experience those mountains. So I would be interested in setting up a trip there in the, you know, medium term future. Well, look, I'm down for whatever. Uh, but even as a person who's always preferred glamping, I have to admit... Getting off the grid 100% 
it wasn't the camping that was doing it for me. It was the that that disconnect, that unplug is unlike anything I had had in decades. It's uh, so as awesome as that is, and as in and down as I am, not the same. Not the same. I don't know, man. <clears throat> Imagine that trip that we did. Uh, except then there's a house on the glacier, and we set up a fire in a fireplace instead of like nothing. We had a campfire-ish <laughs> type thing. Did we? Also, I, I want to be out of cell service. And Raul's sitting here going, "I have children. What is wrong with you people?" Uh, no, I mean, I mean, it sounds fun. I mean, planning on hopefully doing stuff when they get older. We actually have a um a cruise planned. Um. Actually, pretty soon. So, where are you um, that's, to, bro? That's, um, well, we're flying to Galveston, and then it's like a, then it's going to like, I'm sorry, we're flying to Houston, then it's like a bus to Galveston, and then it's just like cruising the ocean, and then going to like Mexico and a couple other spots. So that sounds fun. Nice, nice. But we'll see how that goes with two kiddos of their age, because like I was saying earlier, I don't know if that was on the mic check or not, but like, um, one of them's gonna be five, the other one's gonna be two. So. It's a little iffy on all the things, but, you know, just starting to get them out there because it's one of those things where if, like, you don't take them out there to do those stuff, then it's never going to happen when they're older either because they're going to be like, what? That's an airplane? You got to wait, get to sit on these things? What do you do? What? I don't know. My parents' philosophy was they're not going to enjoy it when they're a kid, not going to appreciate it. So, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. All right, well, Ruli, I think that brings us back to you. We talked about Zach's jacket. God, we are old men <laughs> yelling into the cloud. It's got such a smooth zipper. Like, you don't understand. Clearly. <laughs> well, you need you need a better jacket, jacket right? Because it gets so cold up there? Yeah. Well, is, I is mean, it actually temperature rated, one of, those, one of those jackets? No, no, no. It's nothing like that. It's just kind of a, a fleecy uh, cardigan sort of a deal. But... Um, no, I was uh, redoing my whole wardrobe and getting rid of, like, basically everything that I was hanging on to throughout the the, pen, the Panini years. Um, so I was like, oh, well, I guess, you know, it's getting into fall. I should probably have more than just, like, these little short sleeve shirts. <laughs> something between oh, something between a t-shirt and a, uh, a big fluffy down jacket uh, or a winter coat. Yeah, you know, I needed something in that yeah. range to, to bridge the well, gap. I, I guess slightly going back to the, I don't know if it's old people talk or it's just like constant remote people talk. I also try to upgrade, but I, I say upgrade with the finger quotes, my wardrobe. And I just basically bought a bunch of cheap t-shirts from Target that were like on sale. Cause I'm like, I don't go anywhere. I don't, no one reads my funny t-shirts anymore. So I've just got this whole like <laughs> stack of just like gray and dark blue shirts. And I'm like, you know what? Don't have to think in the morning, just grabbing one and I'm good to go. Yeah. <laughs> I did a little bit of that too. I got a big stack of uh true classic, <clears throat> true classic t-shirts. Um, and they're just like, you know, plain solid color things they are really comfy, nice and soft. But other than that, like we yeah. are literally talking about clothing literally okay. uh, so so the other i guess uh i guess more fun thing was um i ended up buying um what's it called the series yellow jackets and i binge watched that pretty quickly that was fun what is that i have no idea what it is uh, well f first off do you hear my children crying in the background oh dear god yes okay <laughs> did, i don't know if he... i should keep going or not with them crying 
crying in the background. <laughs> Look, dear listener has already tuned out. We've been talking about jackets and socks and t-shirts, so I think the kids aren't going to bother. And at it's this funny point. because they were in bed already, like in, like half hour ago. I don't know what happened. I left, and then just chaos ensues. Uh, but anyways, uh, Yellow Jackets is a, a girl soccer team crashes in the first episode on their way to a national final competition or whatever and um it's it's kind of i would say a little bit like lost in the sense of like you've got like while they're stranded and then in the future so not as weird and confusing as lost but definitely way more horror crazy vibes uh definitely one of those shows that was like up my alley so i uh, was sitting on it for a while and um just waiting for the whole season to finish up so i could actually check it out so that was fun that was well worth whatever 10 20 bucks i spent on it's just crazy to think of nice. paying for something like that in this day and age i pay subscription services for all the goddamn things well it's because like i always do that that balance in my head right it's just like if i'm not going to be streaming showtime constantly I'm going to like purchase it and then I'm going to forget it and then end up paying like $100 for Dexter or something. I'm like, do I really want to pay $100 for Dexter? So every now and then I'll just narrate a series or something. He did. <laughs> I probably yep. did play $100 for Dexter. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't even know. Okay. Okay. Going around the horn, back to me. Um, so I did just buy Return to Monkey Island, the latest Monkey Island game. Now, guys, I really never did many. Uh, I never did any Monkey Islands. And I've done very few point-and-click adventure games. My brother and I had, like, one of the space quests growing up, and I did that. But uh, Return to Monkey Island is is so charming and, and funny. Um, I've, I mean, I'm only on the first island, but I'm, I'm really digging it. It's really cool. Any uh, an experience with point-and-click adventures, Monkey Island specifically? That is a not- genre I know nothing about. Yeah, not really. There was one a couple of years ago that I started playing that was supposed to be like an episodes kind of thing. Oh, we're talking about like Telltale uh, games? It wasn't even a Telltale. Well, maybe it was. Honestly, I don't remember. I'd have to go like dig through my Steam library and see if I can find what it was. Um, but it was one of those where they were like releasing in chapters and they had like two chapters out of five uh, and I played through them and enjoyed them and was like, okay, yes, I will definitely come back and finish this. I can't even remember the name of it now. <laughs> so that that happened. Um, but yeah, other than that, no, not really. Not I, I don't think I've ever, ever played a Monkey's Island. Well, I, I recommend checking this one out. It's, uh, it's uh, again, it's funny. Uh, it's... Pretty cute. The art style is absolutely gorgeous. I don't usually like that type of art style, but this one really won me over very quickly. Um, the, it has two modes, like the normal mode and the hard mode. The normal mode, the puzzles are very straightforward. There's still some stuff that's a little like, wait, you want me to do what now? But it's it's there's lots of tips and hints, and uh, so you don't get lost going, I have to click on every fucking pixel! Ah! Um, so yeah, Return so, of Monkey so wait, Island. It's not, it's not like Mist. No, no, it's not. Also, I think it's like a perfect 10 on Steam right now. Wow. All right, Zach, no pressure. Back to you. Uh, well, I mean, if we can talk about television shit. God um, fucking damn it, we're boring. <laughs> boring! Uh, I, I uh, watched the new season of For All Mankind. Uh, definitely, totally, nudge, nudge, wink, wink, paid for it. Um, I think it's an Apple TV thing. So, yeah. 
But uh, have you guys seen any of that or heard of it? No, um, I still haven't gotten is, through about a million shows. Is that the one where Russia wins a space race? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that sounded really intriguing. Like, like the the alt history thing, but it's like it's alt history, but it's not like depressingly sad. Like, it's interesting just because they're up in space doing stuff. Yeah. No, it's nuts. Um, that's that's pretty much the whole premise of the show. Is what if the Soviet Union won the space race? Oh, how long um, did this come out? So it started a few years ago. We're in season three now. And who's who's uh, the main actor? That was this year? Oh gosh, is it? Is it Joel I don't remember his name. Uh, that sounds right. Yeah, I, but, I've heard uh, of this. I'd heard of it before. I didn't know it was still going. Yeah, no, it is. Uh, there's a fourth season that's being worked on now. Yeah, Joel Kinnaman. Uh, yeah, no, it's uh, it's really fun. They, uh, the, I guess this this last season they had a space race for Mars. Uh, I'm not going to spoil anything. Spoilers. In case Jeff somebody Bezos wants won. to watch it. Yeah, maybe. There is a there is an Elon Musk sort of stand-in. Uh, private private space companies are a thing in this latest season. But uh, yeah, now it goes from like I I think it's like 1990 to 1998 is the range that it covers. Like every season is a decade. They started in like the seventies and then eighties and nineties. So this next season will be like the first decade of the two thousands. And I don't know where they're going for that from there. Uh, where do you go once you've gone past Mars? Europa, baby. Yeah. No, it's very very fun. Um, highly recommend it. All right, noted. Bruley, back to you. I'm trying to think of anything. Excite us, dazzle us, amaze Excite us. us, dazzle us. Um, I'm, it's, I'm just going down old people bill again. Um, I rearranged my office room, and I'm, I'm going to get pick up some pegboard to hang up things. And sound dampening. <laughs> and sound dampening. Oh yeah, hopefully all that stuff will be right behind me, and we'll hopefully make this echoey room less echoey. Whoop, whoop. Delicious. But yeah, just seems something different. I actually have because um, it's just moving things around. Um, long story longer. Um, the previous room that was I was in was the back was working out pretty well for the most part until summertime hit, and the AC wasn't really working there too much. So I just moved to another room, and then over the course of about a year and a half, both rooms became hybrid offered storage places. So we just basically said, you know what, that office room that was going to be for me is now a storage room and just I'll take this other room. So Are just kind of moving things around. You turned your office into a storage room? Really? Really? You live well, in yeah, Texas. No. You're supposed to have a house with, with enough storage in the garage or a oh, car you know, The garage is filled up with so many things. Oh my God. <laughs> so many things no. that aren't cars. Gotta, gotta get those like greenworks weed eaters and blowers and all that other stuff that i never thought i would own do you own a blower tom uh actually i have a tiny little one yes yes i do you're old zach doesn't have a blower uh-huh. i know that i wasn't listing I that as one of my to toys put. on this episode <laughs> <laughs> i don't have a place to put a blower i don't even have a yard I have to pay people to come and landscape my garden. <laughs> landscape my like, garden. My like eight by eight plot of dirt that lives around my townhouse. Okay. Um. Yeah. No. 
I miss having a garage. I don't have a garage right now. We have a tiny little back storage closet that barely fits our bikes, and that's about it. Oh, that is a perfect segue to uh, one of my things. So I had bought e-bikes a while back, and I'm still I'm still doing a bit of e-biking here and there, which are stored in my garage, much like Zach's bikes. See that perfect segue? Nice. Perfect. Um, Delicious. Zach, I know you've done e-biking. I know you enjoy it a bit. Uh, but really, have you even have you even tried an e-bike? Um, no. I mean, I've seen them. I mean, they look just, they look like not gonna lie, like not as cool motorcycles. <laughs> So, yeah, pretty much. Um, there are some that are actually as cool as motorcycles, but uh, they're expensive and dangerous, and I don't recommend them. <laughs> now, I was I was actually debating getting um, a powered scooter just because um, we'll go all like for for walks and stuff. And uh, we got a um, this is from a while back a, a pedalless bike. So apparently, um, the newfangled thing for kids these days is you get them a bike that has no pedals. So they can push themselves around and get confidence, and then they'll pretty much be ready to ride a bike without training wheels. That's 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 the dream. You so, let me know how that works out. Oh yeah, that's probably not going to work out at all. But at least we tried. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, I'm like, do I wonder if I get a bike or something? I'm like, no, I'm lazy. So I, I may invest in a um, little little mopedy scooter type thing. Just like like when I say scooter, I mean like razor scooter that has a battery attached to it, which is just going to burst into flames. Yeah, no, those are pretty nice. I always loved taking those around cities, like the little lime or uh, bird scooters, I think. Yeah, I've, I've yeah. been pretty hesitant to try those because I know I'm going to do something stupid on it. So um, one day, one day I might get one. I recommend, so we, plus we, they're really easy to throw in a trunk, so pretty convenient. Well, it's because like a lot of the ones I've seen don't look that tiny though like the battery looks kind of huge it's almost like little little mini like saddlebag attachments to where the um you know on the back wheel yeah but they still fold up easy enough okay what's what's the um what speed that does that get you up to uh 20 kilometers per hour i think <laughs> it's kilometer it's kilometers not uh what, what is that like like five feet per second i don't, oh, I don't know Jesus. the conversion like, like 15 miles an hour 20 kilometers per hour is 12 and a half miles per hour. Yeah, there you go. Which is, you know, it's a pretty good speed for a bike if you're just like cruising around. Yeah, I mean, it's Wait, not which, like which, speed, which, speed, but yeah, no, it'll, it'll get which you Which one did going. you get? Um, I got which the little, a, a thing called a Carbo, C-A-R-B-O. Uh, and I got the Carbo X fully loaded. Uh, uh, let's see. This is Yuba? No, that's Cargo, Carbo. There it is. Started as an Indiegogo. That's cool. The world's lightest electric bike. Oh yeah, no, that one looks like it's like meant to fold up. I think all the other ones I've seen are just like the giant metal frame with a battery welded on. Yeah, that's what the bigger ones are. And nowadays there are more foldable options, but yes, this one was designed to be tiny, and I can fit two of them in a Tesla Model Three. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty happy with the ability to transport these things, which is why I selected this. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah, like I can't even like see the battery on this one. Where is it? It's uh, actually the the pipe the frame. that the seat is on. Oh, cool. Yeah, I like it quite that a bit. That is nuts. Uh, I will it's say, got, I, I, with the extended battery, it's got like a seventy kilometer range. That's, that's absurd. Good. Yeah, I, I will say every now and then when I see Trey post a, his a one wheel video, I'm like, I'll go to the side and start specking it out. I'm like, no, I'm probably going to fall off this and just hurt myself. I'm not going to buy this. Yeah, I've, I've tried to use his and um, I can get about 10 feet for getting scared <laughs> out of my mind. Yeah, and I always see like the um, 
like when it first came out too, I think like one of the, the big supporters is like one of the, the what is it, Adam Savage from the Mythbusters. So you know, there's always like a bunch of videos of him writing it and just like just eating the dirt. <laughs> like, nope, it looks fun, but uh, no. So it's a myth that they're safe is what you're saying? Sure, I'll give you but that I'll... one. <laughs> All right, Zach, back to you. What you been playing with recently? Uh, I mean, we pulled our e-bikes out this summer, which was a lot of fun riding around. Like, since our bridge is was closed. Oh, that's right. No, that's what I've been playing with. Uh, the West Seattle Bridge reopened on Sunday. Wow. Did your did your house value like skyrocket 10% Immediate. Overnight? Immediate jump. Immediately, <laughs> everybody's house is worth more. Uh, no, but um, like it was, it was a big deal. There's the the beer garden that's down the street from me is right at the entrance to the bridge, uh, like the closest entrance to the bridge where I am. And so they were having the bridge reopening party because the they they were saying that yeah we we're gonna reopen the bridge on Sunday. They didn't give a specific time because they didn't want people to like swarm the bridge <laughs> uh, all at once and create problems. But um, like yeah, sometime on Sunday. So Saturday, beer gardens having a, a a party for the bridge reopening with you know food trucks and whatnot. Uh, and about nine o'clock Saturday night, they look across the street and see the folks removing the barricades and taking down the the barriers to the the on-ramp they're like hey the bridge is open all the the posts on social media and local blogs were just like oh my god the bridge is opening up right now it's early (laughs) uh and then then there were a lot of posts that followed of people just like you know filming themselves going across the bridge for the first time in two and a half years i was about to ask how long (sighs) it's been out for yeah wow yeah uh it is actually like literally a relief to have it open again uh it is painful to go east from here right now which is where everything is (laughs) so um now with the bridge open it's way way better like i can take pretty much uh I, i i'm i'm really really close to the entrance of this thing so like it's less than a mile for me to get onto the bridge and then as soon as i'm on the bridge highways straight into the mountains uh straight up and down the coast canada vancouver wherever um just so much better connected oh it's so nice i totally believe it like being able to go from my house to uh hiking in the cascades without stopping like direct is super duper cool yeah there there's a toll road up to where i live but you have to pay out the nose because california toll prices so it is a direct vein otherwise i just take the side streets down which to be fair only adds like five minutes to most commutes which is worth five dollars frankly oh sure i'm paranoid about like overusing my brakes because like we have a lot of the the up and down uh hilly terrain and stuff I'm more paranoid on my bike about like riding my brakes on the way down a big hill and wearing them out. But even in a car, like just not having to use my brakes at all for those long drives is super nice. You it's, have a super. I don't, I don't know. Please, well, yeah. Please tell me you had a stick shift. <laughs> well, I mean, it's no. God no, damn it's, it. It's auto manual. Fuck. 
Because I know a way to not ride your brakes when you got a stick. Just saying. Well, yeah. I mean, I could put it into manual and drop gears still. But um, I don't know how adaptive cruise control would work on a manual. (laughs) Uh, I mean, it could still do adaptive just when we will ship gears. Yeah, fair enough. All right, Ruli. It is... It is unfortunately a CVT, which I'm not a huge fan of. I don't even know what that means. Continuously variable transmission. Oh, oh yeah, Honda had done that a while back. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's okay. Well, wait, what's what's think... not to like about that? Uh, it's just you don't have the um, you don't have quite the same power transfer that you do you with don't have actual the whiz, gears. The whiz bang that goes. Uh, yeah, well, you don't you don't have the big chunky gear changes like um, like you would with a, a regular transmission gearbox. You also don't get the same sort of power transfer that you would out of a regular gearbox because it's it's like a giant ball not, type thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's not quite um, it's not quite no contact, but it's it's much lighter contact in that transmission. You could think of it like running different. Um, drums with belts in between them rather than having meshed gears okay, so i mean I it's learned. fine it's fine like it's it's not uh the worst thing ever and it's not meant to be like uh you know twenty thousand pound towing capacity or anything like that yeah uh but the fun thing that it can do is that you can basically change the profile for how much uh your throttle affects your gear ratio so it has modes and you can put it in like it, it you turn the car on it starts out in i mode and that's just like your normal power curve driving around cities whatever you push the gas in quite a ways and your your gears won't change or your your gear ratio isn't going to change all that much uh until you get into really high speeds um and then you have the sport mode which is much more responsive you tap the gas and it will shoot you off and use all of its torque to get you going as fast as it can, as quick as it can. So that's kind of fun. And it's just it's just computer controlled profiles. So you know, there there are some advantages, I guess. I mean, as everything goes electric, we're all gonna have that, right? Like Tesla has a chill yeah. mode just to like you can put that for your kids or you don't want to burn your batteries out, etc. Did I ever tell you guys about when I got my ECU flashed on one of my motorcycles? No, what is, what is an ECU? <laughs> yeah, it, well, so the ECU is the electronic control unit. Um, basically, nowadays, bikes used to all be cables, right? Like Blue, the 1990 CB750 we all owned at one point. That thing was, uh, you know, in the Magna. Those things were all cables. But nowadays, even though it's cables that go into the engine, there's still computers that are controlling stuff, especially the fuel injection. So I bought an FZ09, which is a speed triple. That is the most powerful, insane engine I ever bought. Um and it had three modes. It had like chill mode, which was for like when if it's raining or something. It had standard, which was still plenty of pep. And then it had like, I don't know what the fast mode was called, but the fucking <laughs> fast mode. The problem with the fast mode, it was so goddamn twitchy. It was like designed to do fucking wheelies, which I didn't want to do. So I was uh, totally hanging out on some FC09 forums. Everyone was raving about this guy in Florida who flashed ECUs and they became no, like buttery don't smooth. Don't do that. Don't do that. Oh, I did. I did. I took my ECU out of my bike. I put it in a box and mailed it to some dude in Florida. He mailed it back to me. I put it in. Man, that was the best, like, I don't know what it cost, 200 bucks I ever spent on a motorcycle, dude. That thing 
the the sport mode was fucking so smooth all of a sudden but like powerful oh man yeah you know hack hack your cars i'm sure it's perfectly safe kids i mean i've bricked so many phones i i do not want to brick my car speaking of which it's my turn right yes i think Um, whatever go for it because i set the rule because i will be too crazy i only do do even number generations so um iphone 14 came out and i got an iphone 14 yay uh it's a phone it does phony things. That was only announced like less than a month ago and it just came out. But is it what what's what's the feature aside from yes, faster processor, some shit. I'm sure the camera has a billion more pixels that I've oh, never cared God. about or used. What is there anything else that's actually was, interesting about it? Well, no, but I think that's that's where I'm always the outlier. Like I love taking pictures. I take so many pictures all the time. So um and then it just like having children has also like quadrupled the number of pictures I take. So it's like has like a freaking like 48 megapixel camera. It's like almost like better than like the DSLRs and stuff that I have in my house. It's just like ridiculous. So that's pretty nifty. That's all I care about. Wow. Cameras and Twitters. That's all I use my phone for. <sighs> Are you still on the Twitter? Uh, not as much. It's I don't have time for anything anymore. I, I lurk. That's pretty much what I do now. Yeah. I'm lame. I'm still entirely on the Reddit. Uh, Zach, what's... Oh, you're TikTok. I don't need to fucking ask you. We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> I mean, I still read it a lot, too. Les but now I. I get, like, catchy tunes stuck in my head. Oh, man. Okay, well, uh, we got to do one more lap here to close us out, and yet I think I've exhausted a lot of my things. Uh, FSD, e-bikes, Monkey Island. Oh, man. I, I still am not using the Steam Deck as much as I should. I just... The Switch is so fucking easy... It's so hard for me not to love the goddamn Switch. Like, uh, so I, I one thing I guess I can bring up, and I, I must have mentioned this on the cast at some point, perhaps not. I made a homemade Steam Link out of a Raspberry Pi. I mentioned that, right? Yeah, I remember seeing that. Yeah, the problem is that it still has like 200 milliseconds of lag. Like, it's the latency is pretty fucking bad. So if you're playing like a turn-based game, like Into the Breach, for example... It's fucking fine. It's fucking great. There's no problem. But, man, I tried to just play, like, the Talos principle on it, so not exactly the highest fidelity hardcore graphics. Mm-hmm. Dude, it'll make you nauseous if you're trying to watch a f- real-time game. So, like, uh, the Spooder Man, I purchased it. I intend <laughs> to play it on the sw- on the Steam Deck. But I until that official dock comes out, I don't think it's going to fucking happen. I, I bought a cheap dock. I haven't even tested it out yet. Um... I'll I'll try it out and let you know how it works. Please do. I I was a big fan of the Talos Principle. It's a fun game. Which one's that one? Uh, you're a robot. You solve puzzles. First person. Sounds about right. Oh yeah, and I remember seeing this one. Yeah. It looks like a Unity at not Unity. It looks like an Unreal ass game. It's been yeah. 2014. Yeah, it's been a while. It's still fun. Okay. All right. Well, that was my last trip around, Zach. What do you got? Uh, let's see. <laughs> Talk about your socks, Zach. Tell us how those ankle these, socks are treating you. I got these really soft socks. No, uh, I could have sworn there was something else, but it's not coming to me. So, you know, vibes. Been hanging out with vibes. <laughs> Getting those those good vibes only. 
We're so lame. I know. Really? What do you got? Take us out, bro. I mean, I, I went out with the, the biggest one. That's the new phone. That's That's been keeping me busy and happy. Oh, nice. What'd All you get? right. Yeah, the iPhone 14. Oh, really? Yeah. Neat. Is that the one with the uh, the the little like notch screen? Yeah, with, thing? The, with the the digital island thing. Digital island. Yeah, that's weird. It's weird. <laughs> all all the phones are just getting feature parity to all the other phones. So. Oh yeah, I don't give a shit anymore. Frankly, they're all fine. They all have the apps. They all get a little bit faster. Can I Google Maps? Yes. I, I, st- I still haven't found the uh, the Nexus tab replacement. I keep looking for things, and I, I, I tried I tried one about a year ago that was just like some other off brand, and like the thing just like stopped working after like a month. I'm like, this is sad. Yeah, no, man, I I totally feel you loud and clear. I was uh, I I I still miss my Nexus Seven. That was the perfect little tablet, and um, the so actually I, I you guys know i've had chromebooks for forever i just did buy a new one a month or two ago just because i wanted more battery life um one of my oldest ones is is really on its last leg uh i have another one now sitting on a shelf and my latest one gets like eight plus hours of battery life watching fucking like youtube so i <laughs> i still think the chromebooks are fantastic and this i think this one i paid 120 the other two i paid less than 100 so like they're so cheap they're so convenient i i definitely recommend them but yeah, dude, I miss my Nexus 7 so much. I don't think we're ever getting that form factor again. They'll just make phones bigger and fucking bigger. Yeah. Ugh. I do like my big fat phone. Barely fits in my hand. All right, dear listener. Well, I think that's going to wrap us up. Hopefully, we'll be back next week. Gentlemen, we're going to get a better topic for next week when we're not just old and boring as fuck. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, thanks again, guys. I, I love shooting about shit. 80s movies, Tom? Is that what you're going to have? We could. I, I rewatched Predator 2 recently. Uh, that needs a reevaluation. That's a fun movie. It's technically 90s, but, you know, it's close enough. It's good. Close enough. It, it's all 20 years ago, right? It's not a big deal. Oh, yeah. It's not 30 or anything. Oh, my God. <laughs> Anywho, Zach Ruley, thanks again, y'all. Thank you, Tom. Hooray. <laughs> and we until next it. time, dear listener... Q Q. That's my old man Q voice. Not even a chuckle. Fuck it. Hey, dear listener, thank you so very much for joining us. Please always remember that any and all views expressed on the podcast are representative solely of the person expressing them. Not of their friends and family, not of their co-hosts or co-workers, and certainly not of their employers, past, present, or future. Again, thank you for joining us, and thank you for respecting our individuality. I just got bored. Everybody out.